0: Hello everyone, this is Trevor with T-Time Reports. I'm joined here by Logan, and we're going to be discussing the New York football Giants and their first two weeks of the 2023 NFL season. I'm going to let Logan go ahead and take it away from here, because I already know I have a lot to say, but I know you know Logan will kind of narrate this conversation in a sense, so go ahead, Logan.
1: Yeah, so here we are after week two. Um, we didn't do an episode after week one for understandable reasons. There, there wasn't anything to say. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing. there's nothing to say. We got shit on. Um,
0: that was an anomaly. Let's forget about it. <laughs>
1: I, I hope so. Um, but this week two performance, I know it was against the Cardinals, but we went down 20-0 very early. And at halftime, it was down, like I said, 20-0. And it was halfway... I thought I was like, okay, we're halfway down to 40-0 again. Like, this is it. We're fucked. Season's over. Um, I
0: even texted you yeah. while I was at work, because I looked at the score, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what? Because <laughs> yeah. it was like... It, I think when I looked at it, it was 28-7, and... I was like, "Fuck," mm-hmm. I'm like, "Not again." But mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off there.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know what Dable said at halftime, or did at halftime, but we came out and we, we got the ball set in the first in the second half. Um, first play immediately, Daniel Jones downfield strike to Hyatt immediately. Something that we didn't see at all the first the whole whole first game and the whole first half of the second game. And then I think we ran one more play, got like three yards or whatever, and then Daniel Jones a little QB option. Went to the left outside, easy touchdown, boom! Some energy. He was fucking hyped, and then we got we got some fucking energy. Like I, I was hyped. Like we just what we needed, just needed a little spark. Um, and Arizona came down, scored another touchdown, got the two point conversion, and I was like, okay, defense is still struggling. Uh, which I don't know what's going on with the defense right now. It's it's we're not getting any pressure. Kayvon is. I'm nowhere to be found
0: can I say one thing based on the week one performance cause I didn't watch the Arizona Cardinals game I'll say that right now mm-hmm. I can only just justify the highlights I watched and the stat sheet I look at but um week one there's a massive tackling issue on your defense it's everything
1: overall it's, like, str- it's discipline we're not disciplined at all
0: 100% I agree with everything you say but like the tackling was
1: I mean, especially saw, the linebackers bro you saw Xavier McKinney got fucking trucked by Josh Dobbs yeah yeah. Which is not okay. <laughs> no.
0: That, dude, he looks like bro Mega Mind in a sense, bro, but like he should not be trucking you. The man's a Truck brain. Them. Truck the them. man's a like he's a neuroscientist. He is he's apparently a genius, but no, I agree with you. The defense is suspect.
1: It's it's I don't know, we need a little, another spark there. Maybe Simmons needs to play a little bit more, Isaiah Simmons that is. Facts. Um which he he's played well in the short you know, short amount of snaps he's gotten. Um but it's definitely time to get back to the fundamentals. Deontay Banks is playing really well. You like to see that from your rookie, your rookie corner. Trey Hawkins is holding up well as well. Another rookie corner we have, he's also playing pretty well. But how are your safeties? Uh, well, McKinney's like he's has good times. He's our play caller, but you know he got trucked by fucking Josh Dobbs. But Jason Pinnock, who's a preseason guy, the one hand pick in the preseason, he's been he's been balling. Um, honestly, like he's probably our second best player on defense right now. First is obviously Dexter Lawrence. He's one of the most dominant players in the NFL, honestly.
0: Wow. That's um, a big statement because you have Kayvon Thibodeau there Yeah, as well. he, he,
1: but Kayvon is struggling. Like he's He had a couple of nice plays where he set the edge, but he's he's been getting no pressure. None. Like He had a lot of plays where he dropped back in coverage uh, last game. Which he's able to do that. He's a, pretty, he's a pretty athletic guy, but just not getting the pressure that, you know, you take a guy fifth overall, you expect him to be, you know, a, a, a of sacks, player, yeah, yeah, which he hasn't been. I mean, he he had good moments last year, but, you know, it wasn't, consistency and then this year he's has gotten no pressure in both games um even with the blitzes and, and everything he just he's getting dominated i'm not gonna lie and that's
0: surprising to hear because the arizona cardinals don't really pop out they signed mm-hmm. the most usflo linemen
1: which I, had paris
0: johnson blocking him
1: was a good player but still it's a rookie tackle it's
0: it's just surprising that they didn't scheme up something to where they would kind of offset some of their best offensive linemen from cave like Mix up the matchup if I'm the D.C. So, like, I, I agree with you. I think overall, like, there might be a little bit of lackluster ability on talent-wise to where, like, maybe the scheme just isn't fitting what they have right now. I don't know. But, like, to let up that many points in the first two weeks, like, they're the worst defense, I think, in football right now. I won't go that far, but... On the stat sheet, they're one of the worst. We're
1: looking we're looking rough right um,
0: now. And it reminds me of the Lions defense last year. And they need to get in the form here, especially with a great DC. What's his name again? He's very Mc- competitive. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fucking
1: he's competitive, adult, yeah. man. I think it'll it'll definitely take time. Uh, we just need to gel together. We have a lot of new pieces. We have two rookie corners. Dory's in the slot for the first time in his career. O'Carry is a new piece. Michael McFadden's a new starter, um, and a new defensive lineman. Just, I think it's it's going to take time. And one thing they mentioned is they gotta play together. And we did start to see that towards you know, in, in the second half. Like after that, after that last touchdown, we we stonewalled them. Like they, we figured out what they. Once I again, once again, it's the Cardinals. So take it with a grain of salt. But after that last touchdown in the third quarter, we 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 shut them down. We we really did. It's like the defense started playing together. We we still have zero sacks and zero turnovers in two weeks, which is, is very concerning. Very concerning. Um, for the amount of blitzing we do to have zero sacks on the year, it's it's, it's definitely concerning. And we got the 49ers up this week, so here, here's a real, real fucking test. I don't know how this week's going to go. But um, well, we also have to talk
0: about the fact that Saquon is looking to yeah. be out for three weeks
1: here. Potent- I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Dable actually came out today, and he said Saquon is a fast healer, which he always has been a fast healer, and he hasn't even ruled out <laughs> yet. Wow. Yeah. So he might so, even come in and... I don't think he'll play this week, just because it's Thursday night, he, he sprained his ankle on Sunday. I doubt he'll play this week. Um... Andrew Thomas is also a question mark, but you know we play Monday night and week week four, uh, so that's let's see Thursday. You guys are
0: up for a rough week and
1: a half off, but this week is we're 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 I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are in for a weird schedule because you have a short week that Monday night game. So well,
1: longer, longer week. Oh, uh, technically, yeah, because we we're off Thursday. We work. We uh, work. We play Thursday. And we don't play again until... No, I'm
0: saying like the week after, like Monday uh, to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you but know? That, that's not it's too It's just inconsistency deal. for the team. Like, that's a weird schedule. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I think we'll be all right, though, because we have so much time off in between, about a week and a half off. So true. I think that'll, that'll give guys some time to rest up. Maybe Saquon, like I said, maybe Saquon will be back. Andrew Thomas will be back by then. Wando Robinson, who I think we, we need right now, just a little bit more of a spark on offense, he'll definitely be back by then. He might he might even play on, on Thursday for the first time since he tore his ACL last year. Which would um, be a good thing for yes.
0: the, the offense? Give him some kind of spark, like you said, that speed
1: he offers. Paris Campbell, he just hasn't been cutting it. Not, I was pretty high on him, but you know we signed him for one year, three million, and he's kind of you know, looking to live up to that contract. He's, a couple drop passes and just inconsistencies all around. Um, which
0: is unfortunate to see. That was a, I thought that was a de- decent depth pickup. But which it's... it is.
1: It is. Like, it, it's it's a it's a veteran who has speed and, and he's played at, you know, an, an average level in the NFL. It's better than what we had last year. Yeah. I'd much rather roll out there with Paris Campbell than Marcus Johnson and, and, and Richie James who's I don't, playing like shit right now. I don't even Chiefs. know who those guys are. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, Besides Richie James, I think he dropped a punt did. in yeah, the week did. one opener <laughs> for the Chiefs. But uh, I'm glad that the Giants won. Yeah, me too. Um, we, we had
1: to get that win under our belt. We had to. And I'm
0: glad they were able to score 31 points. In one half. Yeah. In one half. And it showed that they actually have the potential on offense to win in these shootouts. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of their and, defense. show some
1: fight. You know, like, we had to show some fucking fight. You know, we, we were outscored 60-0 to in the first six quarters. And, like, the team just looked lost. It's so, like I was saying. I don't know what Dable said to them at halftime. And, and apparently... There's a rumor going around that he was calling the plays in the second half because he's not our play caller. Mike Kafka is, and, and apparently Dable was calling plays in that second half, and it, it showed off. Like if he if he was, it, it showed off.
0: Well, honestly, if he did, that's a huge testament to not only Brian Dable but also that's a Kafka. Huge... Yeah, that's something that might worry... He's he was a head coach
1: candidate. He was almost got signed by the Cardinals as a head coach every so one year.
0: is it the fact that he changed it up too much, or is it the fact that...
1: it's not being aggressive enough.
0: Maybe they even figured it out. You know, maybe he's not bringing that unpredictableness
1: that mm-hmm. he exactly. should Exactly, yeah. And like I said, second half came around, and the first play was a downfield strike to, to Jalen Hyatt. Like, immediately. Was, Casper was, wasn't doing that.
0: With a guy like Daniel Jones, and this is a guy we call Daniel Dimes on this podcast... Um, you want to you want to open up the playbook. The guy can run. Get him outside the pocket. Let him set an edge and throw the ball. Like
1: set a play action. Mm-hmm. Start That's going deep. Thing. They kept running a lot of play action, with something that we struggled with, with mightily last year, and it, it fucking worked. I mean, that second half was masterclass by Dan. He, he fucking balled the fuck out. I don't, people can say what they want about the contract, whatever they want to say. You can't deny it. he balled the fuck out. I know, like I said I know it's the Cardinals, but. For no, any quarterback, that, like, he, he set a record. Like Look at the numbers. Yeah, like, like I, I, it's a pro, it was a professional team. I know Buda wasn't playing, but to do that in one half is impressive. It, after going down 20-0, to zero, after not scoring a single point through his first six quarters, to come out and score 31 points in one half and win the game, most importantly, that's that's impressive. It's a testament to his poise as well. Exactly. He wasn't shattered or he wasn't shaking because of how... And he was the guy bringing the energy. Like, it was him, like... If you see that, that first touchdown, he spiked the ball, and he's screaming, he's hiding, he's jumping around. Everybody. He's the one that brought the energy. And you saw the rest of the game. You know?
0: And honestly, if you had Daniel Jones in your fantasy lineup. Oh, I have him both leagues. You both were, both were leagues. thinking that. Oh, yeah. Um, 30 points. But uh, honestly, I think we're going to see that kind of play out of Daniel Jones as an outsider. More. But it just comes down to, in my opinion, it's gonna, it literally looks like the Lions last year. You guys are going to have a legitimate, probably top ten offense when I it comes so. down to it. I hope so. Hopefully, I mean, with Saquon in there, there's no question it should be. It should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, but like their defense, it could be bottom five, yeah. and that's
1: going to hold you back. They, they I, I don't think, I don't think they'll be bottom five. I think we're going to get better as the season goes on. But right now, yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think it's a testament to the offense was going three and out every single time those first six quarters. Yeah. But like you said, the tackling was porous, penalties, and just, just overall just not playing, not gelling together. And like I said, I, I think with time it will get better. Um, you know, as these guys get more comfortable with one another, communicate better, you know, learn, learn. Learn as the season goes on. I think it will get better.
0: Again, this is obviously only two weeks mm-hmm. into the season. We don't want to be like overreacting, but we are going to be. It's yeah, exactly. it yeah.
1: But yeah. I, I think once we get that first sack, that first turnover, I think that's when we'll start to generate. Some consistency. Some okay, we can do this. Like just like the offense did. The offense was, was sputtering the first like like sixty days ago, first six quarters. But we, we like I said we got that first touchdown and from then on it was okay, we got this. We got some energy and then boom, 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 we're hammering it out. Just scoring, scoring, scoring. And I'm not gonna lie. I think that's the
0: most points that the Cardinals will score in a game this yeah, year. Probably. <laughs> um and, and I'm I'm not saying that against the Giants by any way like I just think the Cardinals will literally not win a game this year. Um, uh, let's let's again. If you're in Arizona right now, I'm so sorry, but
1: <laughs> uh, they 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 know too.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they're aware of Joshua Dobbs. Um, but again, moving forward to a guy I did want to talk about is Evan
1: Neal. How's he looking to you?
0: I've heard some rough things.
1: Um, You know, he wasn't awful. I mean, week one he was god awful. The whole offensive line was. Even Andrew Thomas struggled. Um. But, you know, week two against the Cardinals, he, he held up pretty well. You know, Dan had a fairly clean game. Didn't get, you know, knocked around pressure too much. Um, he had a couple, I think two penalties that were hurting towards the end. Um, but he, he did play okay in that game. But uh, I, I'm not very high on him anymore. I do I do still think he can turn out to be something. But uh, he, he's looking like a miss. And maybe at some point they can move him inside the guard. But he's six foot eight. I don't know if a guy that big can play guard.
0: And if he does play guard, you, that guy... I mean, no one's getting by him, and you're going to have a gap there every time. I mean, you would hope. But if he's struggling here... she's well, is a good run blocker. I'll, I'll give him that, but... I'm going to say this. The first week, I feel like any O-line is going to struggle against that Cowboys yeah, defense. for sure. Absolutely. Literally any O-line in the league, yeah. you put any team in that situation... And I won't even lie, I remember the, the Lions last year got shut out in their first seven weeks from the,
1: uh, from the Cowboys, and it's because of that defense. Yeah. A defense is a it's game their dogs. changer. Micah Parsons, probably the best of I mean, TJ Watt is up there too. Miles Garrett? But Micah Parsons is right up there with all the big Bosa as well. But whoever knew how to block this week, oh, God. <laughs> which
0: we're going to get into the predictions yeah. of this game for yeah. sure. But I just wanted to talk about how. I mean, we can't overreact as much as we want. And, and honestly, the people that are going to jump to conclusions and shit on the contracts and shit on the picks of these younger players, give these guys a little more time, time. Yeah, you know. And, and you guys did come especially away. at tackle.
1: Like tackle is a hard position to play. Hard it's, to learn. It's the
0: hardest. It's one of the hardest positions on the line. hmm And it, it's
1: the speed of the game. Just you know, I Evan is a big fucking dude. Dude,
0: look and, who's coming across him! Like,
1: right, exactly. You have guys that are way faster than him. Obviously, he's bigger than them and stronger than them. You have guys that are running four threes at this point now, bull rush, not bull rushing, but speed rushing past him. It's hard to keep up with those guys.
0: Max Crosby,
1: Max Crosby, Mike Mike, Michael Parsons, yeah, like, Michael
0: Parsons, Joey Bosa, so many edge rushers that are fucking volatile in this league that you got to watch out for. And they have the speed and the agility and the to out maneuver. Yeah, they have the power, but against a guy like that, you don't expect him to get like overpowered. But like in a sense, like you expect him to be able to, you know, kind of stand his ground.
1: And but like, it, it's tough. It is tough. Not, not everybody's Andrew Thomas. You no,
0: know. no, absolutely he, not. He's a
1: fucking—he's he, athletic as fuck for a guy at his size. No, nope, not everyone is Jason Kelsey. Right, exactly. Man, it's a menace, or bro. Lane Johnson. You know, it's hard to come by those. And, uh, and I do want to give a minor, a uh, small shout out to uh, our right guard this game. It was uh, Marcus McKeithen, who we picked in the fifth round um, last year, not this year. But he actually played pretty well. It was his first ever start, and we benched Glawinski, but he eventually came back in to play left guard because our starting left guard went out with con- con- concussion. Ben Bredesen, who played, who's been playing solid this year, um, but Marcus McKeithen, he's, he's, I think we gotta start him again next week. He he's, he played well. He like, I, I, he's out of North Carolina, I want to say, uh, but he showed some. You know, he was better. He's better than Glawinski. I'll say that. And and anything that we can get better at on the on the interior offensive line, I will take. Um, will
0: elevates and protects Saquon
1: and, and help it. out Evan Neal especially you know if he's yeah he's on the right side oh mm-hmm. yeah any
0: guy that you know that will go to battle with you on that you know that's, on that one side will and that help. was
1: another thing with Evan Neal is he was right, right up next to Glowinski, and, and Week one Glowinski had a one PFF grade one point zero
0: he probably shouldn't be in the NFL
1: no no and that's why we, that's why we benched him but even he when he came in at left guard he he didn't play too bad either. Maybe which I was satisfied just, with. He didn't play awful.
0: Maybe he needs to stay at left, and you keep McKeefe in the right.
1: Well, I, what I think we need to do, so I, so Andrew Thomas didn't play this last game, so our backup left guard, Joshua Azudu, who we picked last year in the third round, he, couldn't, he wasn't getting the traction to start at guard. We were doing like a little rotation thing in preseason in training camp, which is weird, but got started left tackle for Andrew Thomas, and he played really well. Like for, he did anything you can ask of him. You didn't hear about him, and that's if you're you're playing offensive line, you don't hear about them. It's a good thing. It probably is a good thing. So he did his job. He came in and did his job. So once Thomas is healthy, I would like to see Thomas at left tackle, obviously. Then Azudu at guard, John Michael Schmitz at center, who's been playing pretty pretty good ball. You know, we haven't had a good center in years, so I'm happy with that. But then McKeithen at right guard and Evan Neal right tackle. I mean, it's a lot of young guys. A lot of young guys. So they probably will have rough moments. But Glowinski can't start. He he just can't.
0: It's in the position where they've built up enough. They've built this lineup enough to where they have really good depth. If they're able to grab <sighs> another high round guy next year, like a like a solid yeah. full start, like in the twenty fifth round, like twenty not twenty not round, but twenty fifth pick, yeah, some first like round, that, yeah. maybe a, like a or like in the second round, maybe, maybe like, an athletic
1: guard or something, uh, a, like a, something like
0: an action pole, like a gem. Like if they're able to scout like a really good guard, that could elevate this roster, especially this O line. And you, you want to just keep protecting Saquon, yeah. bro. And Dan, you have to obviously they're, they're, they're Dan. your investments, you know. Over what's he, an eighty million dollar quarterback? One hundred sixty. One hundred sixty. You know, oh in, my god! In totality,
1: god. it's not all guaranteed, but in totality, one hundred sixty. But you, you gotta protect that. You gotta protect that arm. You gotta protect those legs. His legs, yeah.
0: You want to maintain honestly that I, I like how they're you know it may not be ideal, but they're actually getting these guys starting time in different positions, but also bringing mm-hmm. up some of the backups to get some starting time because that's gonna be good. Injuries happen. Especially the later push in the season, if this team is actually for real, they'll need the depth to go into the playoffs, especially in this gritty conference. But um, if you, you, yeah, don't, yeah, that division is insanely gritty. Washington, even Washington,
1: yeah, like Sam Howell is playing really well. well. Yeah, Um, he could be better, but for wait for a fifth round pick. I mean, he's honestly, bro, he should
0: have gone in the third round that year, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I think that. Honestly, he's team captain, and um, I've talked enough about Sam Allen on this podcast, but I actually believe that he actually could be a franchise guy for that
1: team. We'll see, yeah. I mean, um, the enemy's there. I mean, this guy's limit for him. He's, he, can make all, he, obviously he can make all the throws, but that was one throw in particular, I think it was to McLaurin on a touchdown pass this past week where I was like, damn, like, it was a good fucking throw.
0: He's able to make those accurate ball placement throws, and he can high point, he can high point a ball. One thing, he just he, sometimes he holds on to the ball too much, too long, but he's a young quarterback. He'll learn. Second year. Yeah, he'll learn. I mean, this—that was literally, he started the last week of last year and then two starts this year, so
1: three starts in. He's looked pretty decent I, so far. I'd say he's already better than Justin Fields. I'm sorry, Brandon, but I—I'm I, not high on Justin Fields at all. When it comes to when
0: I see the upside and the passing ability, I agree, um, and that's not—that's not a good thing to say, obviously, because it's a guy that's only played three fucking games, but. You can say the same thing about Brock Purdy being better than Justin Fields. Athletically, yeah, I mean, n- no, neither of those yeah. guys are. But as a but quarterback, yeah. 100 As a guy, you want to efficiently throw the ball and maintain the offense. Justin Curtis, Fields is not. He's not that guy,
1: yeah. Brock Purdy's fucking good. I mean, he's. I hate that. What is he going to do to our defense? Like, they're going to tear us apart. <laughs> we can get into that right now, yeah. speaking
0: of Brock Purdy. But let's get into the New York Giants versus San Francisco matchup oh, on Thursday Night Football. Big game for the Giants. If they can really show that they can compete and maybe even win this game. That's a big testament to this organization, and Brian Dayball especially. But what are your thoughts going into this Thursday night game? What are your thoughts on the, the San Francisco 49ers offense and defensive side?
1: Uh, and Overall, what do you think about Kyle Shanahan? What do you think he's going to bring to the table here? Uh, I mean, Break it down for us. Just four-man rush, Nick Bosa, or Evan block Nick Bosa. He's going to give up like five sacks. So I'm not expecting to win this game at all. Like, I at least just want to show some fight, score points at least. Don't don't get shut out again, please. I know this. I mean, literally, we're going from the the Cowboys last week to the 49ers two weeks later. It's like the the top two teams in, you know, miners for our uh, power rankings tomorrow. But they're my top two teams in the NFL right now. We're playing them in in a three week span. Like two of the best edge rushers in the NFL. Like on Evan Neal, who's struggling. Like ah, I'm.
0: You did mention our power rankings, which everyone out there, if you're tuning into this episode, they will be up. Thursday morning, we will record that episode Wednesday evening, uh, Caden will hop on with that, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that, but getting back to this game, I agree with you, yeah. this pass rush is going to be nasty, without Saquon, the whole D
1: line. It,
0: Saquon's not ruled out,
1: but I, I would, yeah, I don't think it's going
0: to play I don't no want way. him to play him, yeah. you know, but and
1: Thomas is still a game time decision, Wondell is still a game time decision, Ugh.
0: I think more than anything bro, because me personally, I agree with you, I don't think that the Giants are going to win this game. But if I can see some production out of the defense, get a turnover, right. get a sack, we
1: got, to, got to, If we're gonna win this game, we have to get some defensive yeah. stops. We no. have to.
0: And, and honestly, like I don't ever want to talk about a team and say, "Oh yeah, they're probably not gonna win," but they need to do this. I genuinely believe any team has a fighting chance. Any yeah, for day, sure. we saw the Cardinals go up and put up twenty-eight points. You know, shout out to those guys. Shout out to and Joshua. They, even they though they should
1: have won that game. Must be real. They, they, pro-
0: they should have. They, they buried. They game, buried yeah. you guys in the first half. They should have. They should have walked out with that, but they couldn't because they're mm-hmm. not a good team. You guys actually maintained pace, we fought back, and fought yeah. back and overcame the adversity. In this game, if you guys can really showcase adversity, like overcoming adversity, this is the game to do it because you have to stop Christian McCaffrey on the ground. You have to stop Brock Purdy in the efficient efficient pass attack, which you is like
1: Samuel. And, Ayuk, and who, who he's getting rushed? He's
0: getting rushes. Debo is, and he's looking really good. Ayuk, Ayuk is crazy a top, in he's, week he's, one. He's, he's
1: honestly, let's get real. He's a top ten, maybe top five receiver right now. That's it, yeah, right now. I say like top ten. Yeah. He's going insane. Talent wise, like top ten, top fifteen. He's definitely in that range. I would say talent wise, top ten. I think he's. I think he's the best receiver in that offense. Best receiver. Debo's a better overall player, but as a pure receiver, I think Ayuk's better. I think people are
0: people slept on Brandon Ayuk for the past couple of years, but now he's finally because Brock Purdy is bringing that element of consistency with the play action pass, and obviously they they now have an elite rush attack with Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell to back him up. Who's back a hundred percent? Who yeah. Al Shanahan said he who's he's going to start using him more to just alleviate stress on Christian? Yeah. yeah, for sure, which is smart. But what do you think about the your Giants defense potentially? You know having to go up against... Obviously,
1: not potentially, but going up against this San Francisco 49ers West Coast offense. Uh, we're going to have to stop the run. You know, we, we put a lot... We invested a lot this offseason to stop the run. And it... I mean, James Conner went crazy last week against us. Tony Pollard, I mean, he didn't have to do much, but... it's This is a whole different ballgame now this week. This is Christian McCaffrey. This is the... You know, Kyle Shanahan offense who excels at running the ball. That's their strong suit, is running the fucking ball. Um... Leonard Williams has to do something. He did nothing the past two weeks. Nothing. This man has a thirty-two million dollar cap hit, one of the biggest in the NFL this year. Uh, he's probably gone for this year. You know, you know, with that cap hit, we didn't restructure him or anything, so he's he's probably gone for this year. But you know, he's got to give us something. You know, he's he's next to he's next to Dexter Lawrence. He's next to Kavon, two guys that, are, that can open up. You know, one-on-one blocks for him. Like, he's got to take advantage of that. He's, he's too big, too talented to. to you know, just get like shy away like that. You know, those those guys that don't have the let's just say the names like Dexter Lawrence need to step up. Nacho, uh, uh Robinson, like these guys gotta come in and show some. They, they can't get pancakes. They can't.
0: QB hits pressure. Can't pressures.
1: get snuffed out. Kavon has to fucking do something. To has win, to.
0: To win this game,
1: you have to get Brock Purdy on his ass all game. Have to. You got you gotta you gotta make him feel some pressure you got to stop the run. you You got you to show fight. you got to play together. you got to show fight. And, and we're going to have to rely on our defense because the offense is... I, I don't think it'll be a, a clean game from the offense. Um, it, you know, they're going to struggle. It's the 49ers defense.
0: Fred Warner. That's
1: yeah, all i got to say. Talanoa? 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 I think that's how you pronounce yes. his name. Uh, that defensive line, I mean, speaks for itself. You know, those corners, I mean... You know, it's not the best corners, but they're pretty damn good behind that that defensive line, you know. All they do is do their job. Dude, you don't need good corners when you're getting to the quarterback in less than three seconds every play. And and one thing about our defense, and I I was calling this out a lot during the game, you know. I was watching, you know, my friend Cody, shout out him and his family. I was saying, like, no one's doing their job. And and that's that's what you have to do. You you have to at least do your job. Facts. And and we weren't seeing that, you know. The Jets' motto this year was do your job and do a little more. But, like, we weren't even doing our job. Like... (laughs) And, and, you know, the team has to, you know, maybe the defense is defense to go out and go to a music park together or something or get some ice cream together. Whatever. Just do some team bonding. You know, these guys are just get in the film room. Just talk. Just talk about what, what went wrong. Communicate, you know. We've got to fix these problems because, you know, giving up that, those runs against James Conner, James Conner in that offensive line, what is Christian McCaffrey going to do to us? Like, it, we got to play together. We have That's to. That's a
0: scary thought to even put in my head. I'm glad I have him in fantasy. But yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not
1: glad that you guys are playing him. If we, if, if we guys somehow let... uh, win this game, let uh, i don't think it's likely. I, you know, this is me being honest. You know, I, of course I have faith in my team, and I want—I—I would I, I, say I wants to win every game. But I don't think we're gonna win this game. But if we somehow win this game, this is gonna give us some momentum for sure, for sure. Thursday night in their stadium. You know, we, we stay in the West Coast. We didn't go back home we, This because it was in, was in uh, Arizona. If we walk in there on Thursday night with no Saquon, potentially no Andrew Thomas, potentially no Wando Robinson, and somehow come out with a win, we can put that week one to rest. That that Those first six quarters can get put to rest. Like, Facts. It's a whole different ballgame now in the season. Then you go into week four with Seattle at home on Monday night. That's a very winnable game. I know Seattle's no slouch at all, but I think they're in a similar range as we are, similar team. And you know, it, we this this will give us some traction for sure because we have some like I said, we have Seattle and then Week Five in Miami at one o'clock. I was praying that we would play we would, we would play that game in like Week Sixteen or something when it's not ninety degrees outside, but we're playing at one p.m. in Miami, so that that's gonna be tough. And then after that, it's Bills on Sunday night. I, I, I think it's, I think we're at home. I, I think, but either way, that's that's. Four tough games that like, coming up. Like we gotta get at least one, one or I mean at least one, but at least two wins out of these. At least, but I, I don't know. Obviously, you want to
0: win them all, but Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think that this team, if they perform, um, beat Seattle, potentially beat San Fran, but obviously, if they put up a good fight, I at think least they can beat the Bills. Because beat the Miami Bills or are the, inconsistent, the bills, yeah. But I, I'm more. Worried about, we just lost our power here. (laughs) It's still recording though. We've had some storms coming through and stuff like that, but um, really hope that you know, overall, the Giants are able to contain the run, mm -hmm. their defense can actually maintain some pressure, get some pressure, get a turnover, get some sacks. Like, that's the keys of the game, really. I guess the last question I have before I guess we wrap this up, Lowe's is. What's the score prediction, and who's doing
1: what for the score? Uh, so, like, what players are scoring? That's always you know? tough to predict,
0: but honestly...
1: You know, just as, a, like, a fan kind of fan, uh, like, a, a fun little guesstimate. If I'm, if I'm being honest, we might get shit on, especially if Sa- I mean, Saquon's not going to play. I, I don't think he'll play, but... Uh, 31 to, like, 14, 31 to 10, realistically... Uh, I mean, I, I could see us putting up some of a fight, maybe maybe a closer game, 28-24, you know, probably, we'll probably be losing the whole game and you know, mount a little comeback, but fall short, unfortunately, but uh, just, I don't know. Scoring-wise, you know, I'm sure McCaffrey will get a touchdown. He's been fucking going crazy. RB1 in fantasy right now. Ayuk, um, of course, Debo. I mean, there's, there's so many weapons on that offense. You, you never know who's going to score with them. It's and for us, I mean, Darren Waller is always, you know, without Saquon, he's instantly our best player on offense besides, you know, Dan. Dan's our best player on offense. Really. Andrew Thomas, of course. but um, Darren Waller needs to get more involved. Which, I mean, honestly, he's, he leased the NFL right now in t- tight end yards. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, Isaiah Hodgins, you know, look out for him, of course. Jalen Hyatt, who I think is going to get more and more involved as the season goes on. He showed he deserves it this last game. He only had two catches, but 89 yards. He brought the spark for us, two two clutch catches too. I'm glad that we're seeing him involved. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if Wando plays, you know maybe Wando. I mean, just play more Paris Campbell. Is he'll be a but. I don't know Paris Campbell's. I mean, not mix cutting. him, mix him. Why not? Yeah, you know, you know Wando has come up the ACL, so yeah, mix him in. Maybe you know give him twenty percent of the snaps this week or whatever. But yeah, I mean we'll we'll see how the game goes. I mean obviously I I I hope we win, but. If I'm being real, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Me personally, I think it'll be like 24-17, 49ers. I think the defense will actually show up. I hope they will for the Giants. Um, but another thing I do want to say, I do, I do believe Dan will have a good game. I think we'll have a clean game. Use use the play action. Mm-hmm. Get the guy, some receivers running in the stride into into like the the gaps in coverage. Yep. He's so they good. They play a lot of zone there. He's he's good at that, bro. Mm-hmm. On the edge, mobile, on the run, he's good at that, and that's where you need to utilize and deep
1: downfield. He he's low key one of the best deep deep ball throwers in the NFL. Yeah. Like, statistically, the... and if you watch him, like he's fucking accurate. But he also
0: has the arm for it. Like he does. It has the capability to throw yeah, the he ball sixty yards. Great, he doesn't have the
1: greatest arm in the NFL, but he can get it done. You know, it's enough. And we saw that with the Jalen Hyatt throw. That mm-hmm. was a good throw. That was a that was yeah. more than the that right was a stride, yeah. That was a very good throw. But he, I think, he had one earlier in the game where he kind of underthrew him a little bit, but he made up for it, you know. But like, I feel
0: like some of that underthrow stuff doesn't attribute to the arm strength; It attributes to a little bit of accuracy. And,
1: and also, you know, you think of how fast Jalen Hyatt is. Dan's never had a guy that fast. He's Probably still mm-hmm. going to adjust to his speed, and honestly, game speed is different than practice, you know. Hundred percent. So, so they're gonna get yeah. they're
0: gonna get together on that. I, I have hope for this team, like we've been talking about all preseason, all off season. I have hope in this team.
1: Brian Dayball is leading it. Just gotta, just gotta keep gelling more. Just gotta get more experience together with this team. Just, just keep getting better. We have to. We have no choice. It's the tough schedule this year. Still got the Eagles twice. Had the Cowboys again. Washington twice. Like,
0: you got a lot in store for this season, especially on the podcast. For yeah. Logan, thanks for helping on this episode, bro. We got plenty of more Giants episodes, um, you know, coming out definitely down the line, and we'll definitely do a post-game for this yeah. uh, Thursday night, or we have If, to. if
1: it's not 4-0.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, I feel like you still got to show love for the team, see what yeah. they're, you know, talk about overall, the performance, but stay tuned for that, everyone, and make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Teatime time Reports on Instagram, Threads, TikTok, YouTube, X slash Twitter. It would be greatly appreciated. And uh, this is Trevor and Logs with Tea time Reports. Thanks for tuning in. Logan, thank you again for hopping nice, on. Sir. Again, we're going to have a lot of NFL content coming out this week, so stay tuned. Take care, everyone.